Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 20, Real You. Someone we love dearly, who has lived a lot of years and is not a believer, said in conversation the other day, apropos I don't remember what, You see, that's the difference between you and me. I think that people are basically good. It led to a very good conversation about Jesus, but it was a heart-sinking moment. How have we given people such a distorted view of our faith? We know that we're created by God and that he said of us that we are very good. We also know that the fall happened and that sin came into the world and we recognise the effects of that rebellion against God in many different aspects of what goes on around us. Yet listening to people, many believers still speak and act as though their core being, the essential, real them, is someone who you wouldn't want to meet. They have become so familiar with the covering that over the years has been applied to their real self that they no longer recognise the truth of who they are. Sometimes these people are easy to spot because when you thank them or compliment them on something they've done, they say things like, well, if you knew who I really was, you wouldn't say that, or wait until you get to know me better and you might not think so highly of me. They've lost touch with their true self as it has been wrapped up in sin, pain, shame, all the negativity of the years that needs to be brought to the cross for the wonderful divine exchange. I spoke about this in more detail in episode 11. When we fail to do that and bury our sin instead, it covers the real person who God created us to be. Then what presents itself is the sin and we attempt to cover that. And so the layers accumulate. The real person is kept hidden and the layers build up and up and up until we even lose sight of ourselves. I once heard someone say that when we ask God to erase our sin, he rubs it out, but when we try to erase our sin ourselves, we rub it in. I'm not sure that the first part of that picture is very helpful. It suggests a fair amount of effort on God's part, and the work of setting us free from sin was all done on the cross. But the second part is worth a second look. When we try to eradicate our own sin, we push it down, repress it, and very often the result is that it is more deeply embedded and seemingly becomes more a part of us. When we invite God to cover our sin, he does so with the blood of Jesus and our sin is gone. What is more, when we believe that sin or pain is attached to us, part of who we are, then we bury at least part of our true self with it. In that place of being buried, covered over, hidden, our true self becomes malnourished and withers. It's never a good idea to be buried while you still have a pulse. We need to feed ourselves with the truth of who God says we are, and the first step to doing that is to decide to agree with him. How about starting in Genesis? So far, so very good.